0: Betch's Media presents Betch's Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids
1: because you'll literally never be alone again. Hi, and welcome to Betch's Moms Podcast. I'm Brittany, and I'm Aileen. And today we are just going to have a fun conversation about where we are in our lives. Shoot the shit. Also, you came in strong with that high. (laughs) Okay. So true story. This is my first time introing and Aileen and I were practicing and I was really nervous to do it. So I hope. No, you did a great job. I'm, I'm so
0: happy to have trained you. (laughs) You did an amazing job. You came in strong. People woke up. It was going for it. It was excellent. Hopefully no one's kids were awoken, (laughs) (laughs) awakened, whatever, by your strong (laughs) entry into this podcast. But what's going on with you, Britt Rich
1: Levine? So, um, yeah, I'm Britt Rich Levine. Um, So, right, I'm 29 weeks. So going strong with my third trimester. Um, I actually, what's interesting is I noticed that the baby hasn't been giving me these like strong kicks anymore. And it feels more like these slow movements where I actually like see my belly moving. And I got concerned a little bit because even though this is my second time being pregnant, you sort of forget what's supposed to happen. So last night I'm frantically looking at the what to expect app. And it's like, what to expect when you're 29 weeks? And that's what starts to happen. The baby loses room and gets too big for its speed oh. And the movements become slower, more intentional. You feel more like, you know, you're being elbowed from the inside. It doesn't really feel great, but um, <laughs> I felt better knowing that I was like, okay, this is on track. This is good. When you say intentional, like the kid is doing it because they want your
0: attention yeah. or they like you're, they're reacting to you eating something or like your voice or telling you to shut up. <laughs> it's like, what is it?
1: Well, actually I was saying hi to the baby last night. I'm like, I need you to move. Hi baby. Hi baby. Uh-huh. And he did intentionally hit me. So, oh. but I mean, I think at, at any stage, I think they start hearing pretty, yeah. um, pretty soon um, at 20, you're at 20 weeks now, right? Yeah. So she definitely hears you now. I think
0: she hears my voice, but everything outside yeah. is very, very muffled. I read on the same app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so our, our, her information is synced. Um, hopefully this app is correct. Yeah. But yeah, that's, and I, I think I talked about in this, in the last episode we did, but when I went, I did a sonogram with my mom or something and we noticed she kicked when I was talking and we yes. saw it happen on the yes. screen, which was literally the most insane moment of my whole life. That's, that's a cool moment for sure. It's a cool mom moment for sure.
1: Um, so, so you're feeling a little better now that you have some answers? Yeah. Now I feel great. And I'm at the stage where I have to start counting kicks. So I need to feel uh, at least, or this is what I was, my doctor didn't tell me this. This is just what I was reading on the app. So probably is like a little soon. But and he's the baby, honestly, moves so much. But apparently, I have to feel 10 movements. It could be kicks, like movements, whatever it is, but 10 within two hours. Why? I don't know. Make sure the, baby, <laughs> <laughs> make sure the baby's healthy.
0: Wait, that's it. hilarious. I don't know. I'm just don't doing know. it. <laughs> I don't know. That's what the app says. <laughs> the told me to
1: do it, so I'm doing it.
0: All right, like I would say try to google that but that's probably gonna give you just as credible information as this app Um, yeah crazy. I'm yeah, i'm 20 weeks now. So I have my like big whatever they call it They used to call it anatomy. I don't think they call that anymore um scan literally tomorrow. I am so excited slash so nervous. That's a big one. It's a big one, but I'm also just nervous because it's like halfway, which mm-hmm. I couldn't, I can't even imagine we're here today. Um, And it's like kind of, I feel I, my superstitious self feels bad to plan anything. I don't want to plan one thing. Right. But at the same time, is it silly for me to not plan things? Um, I go back and forth. Like I was saying, like to you, we had a call earlier. I was like, Oh, and now I can like think about, like I could talk about on for this show. I was like, yeah. Oh, we could talk about, you know, how I'm starting to plan. They, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to talk about planning anything. So it's just constantly this back and forth of just like superstition versus non, but I keep telling myself I need to calm down. <laughs> um, there's nothing I can do. It's
1: just, it's all in your own head. And look, I'm super, I'm very superstitious as well. I ordered a couple of things just because it was like, oh, it's back order. And I'm like, well, that's giving me anxiety. (laughs) I ordered things. Like I ordered something with the baby's name and I'm seven months. Like I'm not that far. And I'm very much like, nobody knows the name of the baby except for my husband and I. And like, I won't even tell Oliver because I don't want him to accidentally repeat it. And, um, I felt very weird. And, and actually I got one of the things in the mail and I like, I couldn't even look at it. Put it in, put it in the garage. <laughs> I, I put it away. I put it away. I, yeah, I would, I learned what you said that my whole jaw just wrong. <laughs> I know. I, I was like, "That's a bold move." I know it was very, and I know a lot of people are are comfortable with um, announcing the baby's name and buying things yeah. with the baby's name, which is totally fine. I just I'm a superstitious person. No, I
0: think when I say like my jaw dropped, I'm making fun of myself because this is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it is like not you know it's not based in fact. It's like complete, just you know which (laughs) is which is content like it's not real superstition but but how strongly we feel about it is is real like our feelings about it are real and that part is ridiculous yes so anybody who does plan you're probably okay you're probably the one who's on the right side yeah no we're We're the ones we're we're driving (laughs)
1: ourselves a little crazy
0: we're a little nuts so (laughs) but if you're on the nuts like train like us well, welcome aboard. Come on, <laughs> <Choo-choo>. we're here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm excited about this appointment mostly because I got so excited to sort of see her in yeah. there, and um, I'm more excited than I am nervous. But I shared that on my Instagram, and people were like sending you lots of like luck and luck lo- and I just that made me feel really good.
1: Yeah, um, and it's nice because you'll you're basically in there for a full hour sometimes longer because they have to measure everything. So it depends how the baby cooperates and where the position she's in. So you really get to, you get to look at her for a really long time.
0: The part that makes me so sad, like in COVID and I'm sure you agree is that like our husbands can't join us. And I feel so bad because a, they already don't get it, Mm -hmm. you know, like for you, maybe Noah gets it because this is your second. And he like, Can can sort of he knows what it's like to have a kid, yeah. But like Rusty doesn't really feel connected to it at all, at no fault of his. Like a, he's never been inside to see a sonogram, and b, like he doesn't feel the kid. It's not real. Like I just have like a bigger stomach, (laughs) and that's really it. So that's the part that kind of like bums me out, and I feel bad. Um and I also can't believe we've been I, we did this sort of on our own too like yeah. that part's wild yeah to me totally
1: What is new going on with Oliver? So we had a long weekend this weekend. Oliver was off. We were off Friday through Monday. So we transitioned him to his big boy bed on Friday. He's not in a crib anymore. Big boy bed is the cutest phrase. What does that mean for people who have no idea what that means? (laughs) So he's not even in a transitional crib. Like We didn't take the sides off the crib. We put a full bed in his room because this baby will be getting the crib and his baby furniture. I didn't want to buy, I didn't want to buy a second crib. Um, and also I, I made sure to go by his cues. He's totally ready. I felt he was mature enough. Um, he has older cousins and he always asks about their beds. What are his cues beside that? I, I can't, I don't even know. I just felt like he was ready. Like he, whenever we're at my sister's house, he loves, you know, like going into his cousin's beds and he's like, look, oh, they have big boy beds. And he just, so I cute. just felt like he was at the stage where he would understand and be uh-huh. okay with it. And we've been talking about it for a long time. Um, so it hasn't been that bad. I was definitely really nervous. Um, because now he has full reign to just walk out of his room. (laughs) Um, So, but the first night we had, or the first two nights we had to fall asleep with him in his bed, which I was reading is okay to do, that it's okay to, you know, it's a new thing for them. It might be a little scary um, as long as it doesn't become a habit. So I read it's okay to fall asleep with them and he fell asleep pretty quick and, um, then he woke up the first night like three or four times and we had to go in there and we laid down with him and he fell back asleep pretty quickly. And then he woke up. It was really funny because the first two mornings, he didn't know that he could leave his room. So he still right. woke up being like, mommy, mommy, like waiting yeah. for me to come get him. But he, yeah. don't worry, he figured it out. <laughs> um, so the past now, I think it's been like another two or three nights. I don't know what day it is. Um, he hasn't woken up in the middle of the night, but it's so cute and we don't have to stay in there until he falls asleep. So he's really catching on super, super quickly and he the past three mornings woke up in the morning comes into our room i hear his little footsteps like going up the stairs and you're melting like, me you're melting it's, me it's so cute where it's like i'm i'm like i don't care that it's 6:30 in the morning and this is so cute like burst like bust through the door and he goes mommy daddy i sleep so good oh my god so but at cute. what point you're going to be like can you go back <laughs> Well <laughs> that was this morning. <laughs> this morning he walked into my room at five AM going, Mommy, I can't find my dinosaurs. <laughs> I was like, that's right. not cute. So there's so there's some there's parts of
0: this phase that are Yes.
1: Go but ahead. he's so excited. And aside from, you know, it's been a little bit more tiring, a little bit more work. I think he's getting used to it, and I think we're gonna be okay by the time the baby gets here, at least, and that's what matters. And it's been good. It's been a scary, but good transition for us.
0: Oh, it's so cute. I never understood like why, like the only thing that I, like for me, who's not, hasn't, wasn't, isn't a mom or yet is like, I thought the only fear with the the kid, I never thought about them getting out of the bed was like them falling out. Like that was the only thought I thought that was the only fear. So
1: it's not that. Well, we put bumpers on his bed. Right. So he's not he's not like, falling out of the bed. That's not the fear. Okay. He actually so- came into he came into our bed the the morning after his first night in his bed. He comes into my bed and he's looking around. He goes, Mommy, where are your bumpers? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're was like, killing no, me. That is so cute. <laughs> and I, I didn't even really know how to explain that to him. I was like,
0: Well, we don't really need them. Yeah. You don't fall. Although sometimes I'm like almost off.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I definitely have. I mean, those are probably like my college nights where I drink too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Definitely. I think I actually fell out of the bed when I was really little. This is a really, really little, I think, I don't know if I talked about this in this podcast. It was about as young. I wrote a letter to Lisa Frank. That was my age. And I fell out of, I never told. Oh yeah. I was really really that young. Um, I fell out of the bed and everyone came running and I like, I was like, I woke up and I remember coming to and being like, what was that giant thump? And I was the one that was on the floor and my parents were like, are you okay? Cause that was really loud. They that's were like, they scary. thought they thought like a tree fell on the house. That was how loud <laughs> it came down. But I was just like, yeah, I'm fine, mom. I think I like fell. That's what maybe why I think there's a fear about falling out of beds, but. Well, um, you have PTSD from it. <laughs> What, what don't I have PTSD <laughs> Um, That's great, though. Congrats, Oliver, and great job. I'm so proud of him. All righty. It is time for one of our favorite games. It is called What the Fuck Did You Say? Brittany is going to read a bunch of quotes that you guys sent us on Betcha's mom's Insta. Um, and keep sending them to us when we put it
1: up. But basically, how how does the game work again, Brittany? What happens? (laughs) If you follow us at Betches Moms, you'll see that we post the what the fuck did you say game where you submit the shit that your kids say that are absolutely ridiculous. And um, basically what I'm going to do is read the top three, maybe four. I I have a couple that I want to read because Aileen (laughs) has never seen these before. I've never seen them. Aileen's never seen them. I'm going to read the ones that I think are just the most ridiculous. And Aileen is going to decide which one she just like truly would not want to deal with. So we're not really picking our favorite. It's more just like the one that if our kids ever said it to us, we would just be like, nah, I'm good and walk away. Mm, Please no. Next. 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 Thank you. Next. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So this week doesn't like truly have a theme. Like sometimes we have themes but there were just a lot of different really good ones and um (laughs) give them to me i'm now i'm getting excited (laughs) it's just weird to read some of them okay go 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 okay first one is why does my penis get taller (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) there's many answers for that okay When my son was three, I was changing in front of him. And he asked me, what are those baggy binoculars? He was talking about my boobs. That's hilarious. The fact that the kid knows what a binocular
0: is and not a breast. And he's three baggy
1: binoculars. (laughs) It's really really Um, funny. Creative kid. My four-year-old daughter asked why I have two penises when I'm a girl referring to my saggy boobs.
0: <laughs> okay. Lots of boob and penis stuff with this, the kids. These are
1: all, this is all that I get. This They're is real. what I get. That's, that's where, really, I guess this is a preparation. <laughs> and I have to say, I, I get some, there are crazy things that come out of Oliver's mouth. So I get it. I'll have to add some of my things to these. Yeah. I want to um, know. Okay. And the last one, is are my testicles are my testicles just there to keep my penis company <laughs> oh that's so sweet positive spin
0: I thought I thought you were gonna say like keep them comfy like, like for that um okay so the binoc- baggy binoculars is so funny I would deal with that because I'd be like yeah go kid like you're hilarious yes um I'd be like you should do stand up um <laughs> the the keep your no I what would you say? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I don't want to deal with why does um my penis get taller just because I'd like to prolong that conversation.
1: <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. Having a son, I don't want to deal with that. So that ha- that agree. combo hasn't happened yet. Oh, he brings it up. Okay. But I ignore it. I don't want to do I'm it. I'm probably better. gonna have people listening be like, you shouldn't ignore it. You need to talk yes. about it. I'm
0: ignoring it. Because it's not it's not always the same. There's so many different things you can say, but like like you just can't let's let's do this later, please. Let's that's schedule not, a time
1: for later. Let's not. But um, those were really funny. Really yeah. funny. And I get a test that again, as a boy mom, and look, girls are just as funny, but with all the things that boys say about their penises, this shit is not made up. Like the, the <laughs> imagination that these kids have and where they come up with these things, I just right. don't know. It's just like
0: there and they're like obsessed with talking about it. Yes. I guess that doesn't change for men, though. It doesn't change. doesn't change. It doesn't change. Mm-mm. That was really good, Brittany. Thank you for choosing those. And thanks everyone for submitting them. Please keep submitting them. And we have a highlight up where you can submit stuff on our Insta. Yes, Um, go to the highlight.
1: What the fuck did you say? And (laughs) submit submit your funny things. What the fuck did you say? What the fuck?
0: Now it's time for our no mom guilt presented by Heineken zero zero. It's not just another non-alcoholic beer. It's an alcohol free beer. So let's share our no mom guilt story
1: of the week. This podcast is all about being honest and real about life as a mom. We're also not interested in mom guilt. We all do stuff that we're worried others will judge us for, but you don't need to feel guilty for any of the shit you do as a mom. So to close out our show, we're going to
0: share our no mom guilt story of the week should I share my little
1: story? Yes. Please tell okay. us how you're feeling.
0: I haven't been feeling that guilty lately. That's <laughs> Surprise, a except for all of the superstitions we've just discussed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only the biggest thing had was the decision to get the vaccine, not because I didn't want to, but because I was like, you know, still kind of, Scared like the feelings of why I didn't want to get it or wasn't sure if I wanted to get it were still there But the things that kept me, you know going in that line were were all the reasons why I did um, but that like little tiny thing in the back of my head was like that guilt and it's the sound of all the people who or people or someone in my family (laughs) would say (laughs) Who i'm not telling i'm not telling that I got it um That will say like God forbid, something like, you know, the shame yeah. cycle. Um, and I think I'm learning early on, since this is even a segment, so this is like a big thing, you know, like you have to not listen to anything that doesn't really serve you. Like if you hear it, you can hear it physically, the noise <laughs> of the words, but you don't have to internalize everything. Right. And just make your own decisions. So I felt slight guilt as I was going, but I felt so much relief as I left, like I was literally sitting there and the nurse, um, I was a nurse practitioner. She was, I was like, I was like, this is fine. Right. I'll be fine. Right. I was like panicking. She's like, you'll be fine. And then I was like, I can't turn back now. Right. And I was, she was, and then she just like did it. And I was like, Thank you for being so nice to me. I just like what it was literally I was a child sitting there. Um me, I was the child, but yes. I walked away. I felt great and um think, I thought that I was going to and I posted it on purpose because I wanted to share that I did get it. It was intentional and um i really expected so many more people to be like how dare you you we don't know shit and um i got none of that and i got such okay. positive reinforcement good um and so not that that would have changed anything like i was ready for it i'm yeah. not i'm not that that phased by a lot of things that i mean yeah like the words hurt but i'm not it wouldn't change my decision of course
1: not i mean you th- you thought of you've been thinking about this a since I mean, the day you got pregnant, even maybe before that, knowing that a vaccine was coming out. So um, it's not like you made a rash decision. You really thought about this and you weighed out all your options. You spoke to many people and you, you were positive that this was the right decision for you. And yeah, I
0: appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I asked, I asked my doctor like three times. We had guests on our podcast. Yes. I've asked, I've asked my mom a hundred times. Rusty was like, "I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> um, it's your, it's you know, it's it's your body." Right. I was like, but can you tell me?" Um, but in the
1: end, it was fine. So I'm yay. proud of you, and you. I, you know, look up to that because I haven't gotten it as we know, and I just I feel like you getting it maybe persuades me a little bit more. I say how strong you were getting it and how, you know, well you reacted to it and you're fine. Obviously you're fine. You know, it's talking about this fear of the unknown. Um, so I, I think that's amazing that you did it and you're so strong and it's the best thing that you could have done for you. You're
0: going to make me cry. Thank you. Um, let it out. (laughs) out. Oh, please. I cry enough. Literally 24 seven. Um, (laughs) Thanks again to Heineken Zero Zero. You know when you really want to enjoy that happy hour, but also really need to make it to that spin class that you skipped three times? With Heineken Zero Zero, you can high kick that FOMO to the curb. It's not just another non-alcoholic beer. It is an
1: alcohol-free beer. The brewers at Heineken have very kindly removed the alcohol and potential regret, but kept all the good stuff. So it still has the taste you love. Now you can enjoy a cold one whenever you want and actually raise the chances of making it to that spin class slightly. And did we mention it's only 69 calories? So get ready to sweat and give it a try. Pick up a pack of Heineken Zero Zero at your local retailer or get it delivered to your door. Must be 21 or older to purchase. Please drink responsibly.
0: So that's it for our episode of the Betches Moms podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow Betches Moms on Instagram. You can follow me at Aileen. And
1: you can follow me at Britrich, B-R-I-T-T-R-I-C-H. And remember, there are no rules in this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina?
0: Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betch's Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com.
1: batches